I want to get to, but we are welcome on Below the Belt Show, guys. He's a Jeopardy champion and the star of the hit game show on ABC, The Chase. We have the buzzsaw, Brad Rudder. Brad, hey, guys. Good to, have, good to have you on BTV. Welcome. Hello. Thanks. Awesome to have you. So we were just talking about trivia, strengths, and weaknesses. I had to watch a couple episodes of The Chase. And I, I think I found out what your weakness is, Brad. I mean, you're really Ooh. brilliant with a lot of things. But two episodes <laughs> I watched, you got two questions wrong related to this particular subject. Okay, I, what it is. I may know what you're talking about. It's, it's girl groups. You don't know your girl groups. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Here, the thing is, like, I'm the world's uh, youngest 80 year old man. So, <laughs> you know, the Shirelles and the Supremes and all them. But uh, yeah, Fifth Harmony, uh, I'll be brewing that one for a long time. Yes, Camila Cabello, Fifth Harmony. The other one that you did not uh, get correctly was the, the Safe Sex video was either TLC yeah, or Salt no and Pepper. That. Uh, that, that is my, uh, <laughs> my era. Um, but I like I said on the show, I could have sworn that was Salt and Pepper that were the condoms. Uh, I don't know why mm-hmm. that... Uh, it was TLC. My TLC because left left eye. That's why she wore it. Over right. There. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I should have put oh. that together. Something on her left eye. And yeah. Guy like the you know the 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 eye black like the football players wear. But like right. she would have something. And yeah, the condom makes sense there. Yeah. Well, Brad, it's it's a, it's a refreshing uh, game show. I love I love it. It's so unique. I know it was started in the UK, but getting to see this American version of the show. But I, what I also love about it is the comedy aspect of it. You guys actually have to come up with your own improv. Um, yeah. uh, every time you guys are the chaser, wow. like based on what the contestants' jobs are, what they want to do with their prize money. Um, is that how, how does that work out as trivia experts? But now that you guys got to do improv now. Well, one thing that people may not know about me is uh, I'm a graduate of the Second City Conservatory. Yes. Yeah. Oh, nice. So I've done quite a bit of improv in my life. And uh, the other thing that uh, is kind of secret is we do have writers, too. Uh, But uh, I'd say probably 70 percent of what I say on the show is all me. 70 percent. I give the credit 30, uh, 30 percent to the other folks. But that is really, really cool. I love that. And uh, um, I I really think that, um, again, when I say it's a breast of fresh air, because. (laughs) Of, of that aspect of the comedy aspect and the fact that these trivia giants in the industry like yourself and Ken Jennings uh, can actually be um, chased out. And uh, um, I love that rooting for that, uh, that average citizen, yeah, as you yeah. call them re- regular, you call them regular people, right? <laughs> the, the trivia pros versus the average Joes is the, <laughs> although, like that, another secret is like they're not exactly average shows. Like we've we've had like oh, Jeopardy yeah. tournament of champions right. competitors and stuff like that too. Right. So, awesome. so you you kind of screen people beforehand. You see which ones are viable as contestants. You don't want just anybody walking in. Yeah, and it's you know it's network prime time, so you know people like to see people win money. Uh, yeah. That's one of the big differences with the British show is like they're bringing in people basically off the street. So, uh, you know, the chasers win, I think, like 80 or 90 percent of the time over there, which it's uh, we're about, you know, 550 uh, here. So, wow. I would love to see the chasers versus each other. Do you think we'll see that? Uh, Maybe for some kind of charity thing. I don't know. Yeah, I'll I'll run it up the flagpole. How, How do you like your chances against the other three? 
Uh, I'd do pretty well. Um, yeah, I've. Uh, and, and, but another thing, people, a lot of people don't know is that I, I have beaten Ken multiple times. It's just the one where he finally <laughs> beat me was the one that everybody saw. <laughs> and you've also beat Watson too, right? No, uh, that oh. unfortunately. But uh, yeah, well, well I, I, I don't like to talk about that. Uh, actually there was a there was a funny uh slate had a podcast just a couple weeks ago about like uh, the the demise of the watson project which uh i may or not may or may not have listened to with great schadenfreude so brian you have been on both sides yeah you've been a host you've also been a contestant on jeopardy and the chase and you've been a chaser what in your mind would you give to future chasees to become a great contestant on this show or any other show? Well, it's sort of, it's easier said than done, obviously, because the whole setup is for the big, bad trivia pros to intimidate you. It's just, don't be intimidated. There's a, there's just a set of questions there. It's sort of like golf. You know, you're not playing the other people. You're playing the course. So just answer the questions. Focus on that. Like, there's one <clears throat> thing in front of you at any one time. And uh, just don't, don't let your focus get drawn away. It's, you know, it, it, like I said, it's tough. You're on TV. There's a bunch of flashing lights. You know, uh, Sarah is, and and the chaser, obviously, is trying to get you to take that big offer so we can catch you easier. Right. Um, but, yeah, just, uh, you know, have a game plan. Go in. Stick to it. And uh, just focus on each question one at a time. That's the, that's the only way to do it. Wow. Now, do you have any advice for those that want to – Become the next trivia yeah, um, beast, so to speak. Uh, any, any, anything uh, you could recommend is watch more Jeopardy, watch the Chase more. I mean, uh, what do you recommend reading? Any, um, anything that that sparks some um, some memory, um, you know, things like that. Well, it, it's funny that you would mention it because I think probably the best thing you can do is watch Jeopardy every night and and oh, wow. Chase okay. and a lot of quiz shows is because. There's a vast amount of knowledge out there, and on any particular show, you can get asked about any of it. But the more you watch quiz shows, the more you realize there's kind of a canon, you know. So there is, you know, there's stuff that'll come from nowhere, but there's stuff that you're going to need to know. Like, uh, especially for Jeopardy, like presidents, world capitals, Shakespeare. Yes. That stuff comes up all the time. So if you're not particularly good at any of those categories, you can brush up on it. Um, for instance, whenever I know I'm going to be back on Jeopardy, like I, I couldn't tell you what the capital of Burkina Faso is right now. But if I know I'm going to be on Jeopardy, uh, I'm going to make sure that I, you know, study them all and have it ready when I need it. Wow, that, that's good advice, man, because I, I, I would love to be on the chase. Uh, well, I, 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 I find myself may watching. disqualify you, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> that's not exactly true. Uh, you just can't play me. So oh, right. <laughs> have, uh, have a chance at somebody else. <laughs> completely, completely fair. Wow. Now the buzz on nickname that you got, um, I was reading that Alex Trebek actually helped uh, with that nickname. Yeah. So it was, this was, wow, 20 years ago in my original yeah. champions back in 2001 uh, in the quarterfinals, which was the first game I played. Uh, that was the best game of Jeopardy I ever played. I was up against two really good other five-time champions back when that's all you could win. They would kick you off after five shows right. uh, named Doug and Bob. And uh, I was I was nervous going into it because I'd seen these guys play and I thought they were both really good. But the categories just lined up. I was I was all over the buzzer timing. I was just absolutely in the zone. And uh, by the time we got to Final Jeopardy, I had a big runaway. And Alex said, Bob, Doug, 
you guys must feel like you just ran into a buzzsaw <laughs> by way of making them feel better, which I'm yeah. not sure if that actually accomplished what he was trying to do. But uh, that's where that came from. Wow, very cool. Um, now, was hosting Jeopardy ever something that was in a, a possibility? I know Ken had, had guest hosted and my Bialik and after sadly Alex Trebek uh, left us. Um, what, was that ever on your radar? Uh, I would have loved to do it, uh, but the uh, regime that was in place at Jeopardy uh, at the time apparently did not agree. Okay. Well, hey, you got the chase, so there yeah, you go. Yeah, hey, yeah, not bad. Yeah. Love that. <laughs> Dean, Jesse, Morgan, got, got, got anything for Brad? Oh, yes. Well, since I'm a former contestant myself, I see I was on Will Fortune by my name tag. I see. <laughs> what are some of your favorite game shows aside from the two you've been on? What are your favorites? Uh, this one, like it's, you know, Jeopardy is all and the chase, you know, known as sort of highbrow shows. But uh, my all time favorite game shows were from back in the 80s when I used to watch a lot of them when I was a kid. And one was Press Your Luck. Uh, yes. No whammy, no whammy, uh, no whammy. Uh, stop. <laughs> Uh, the original yes. with Peter Tamarkin, and uh, I, I would have, I would have loved to go on Supermarket Sweep, just like grabbing those yeah. amps and mm -hmm. giant jars of coffee off the shelves and just throwing them in the in the cart. That was wasn't been... the point of that show to get as much stuff in your basket as you could that would get the highest price tag, and that's how right. you won. Yeah. That's why everybody went with the coffee because like the five pound, you know. Yeah jar of coffee cost like 20 bucks back in the yeah. 80s and, and then toys r us did the same thing where they just did it with a toy yeah. at the toy, yeah. toy store like oh just go to the video game section you, you'll win instantly <laughs> you'll win there perfect. yeah that would be awesome <laughs> are there any uh games shows that were in the past but you'd love to see come back today Oh, um, you know, actually, it, and it's sort of tainted from the scandal that was associated with it. But uh, like yeah. the whole concept of like the isolation booth and stuff like that came from a show called 21, which mm. it turned out was Ray. Oh, yeah. Yeah, for that. <laughs> and I think NBC brought it back for a while um, for maybe a season a few years ago. But it was uh, in it was it followed after Who Wants to Be a Millionaire, I think. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. Maybe, right, back in that, you know, when Millionaire blew up and all, all of a sudden game shows were cool on Five Time <clears throat> Man, yeah. Yeah. Right. Um, but uh, I always thought that was a cool concept where you could, uh, you know, decide whether, well, I'll go for the nine-point question, which is obviously going to be harder than the one-point question. And then sure. you go back and forth and, you know, who gets to 21 first, um, while the other guy is sweating in the other, uh, in the other booth. <laughs> i love it i love it man so you you alluded to improv so uh you're getting a little bit of the acting bug i guess yeah so, yeah, yeah. Uh, we talk about that varying degrees of success you know i've been in yes. a bunch of, uh, shorts and stuff like that you're, are you sag aftra i am yes uh, welcome to yeah. the club. <laughs> and uh, union strong and uh, yes, uh, uh, I, one thing I've never had any success with, and I was uh, I, I was dismayed to, to to some extent to see Buzzy on that Super Bowl commercial uh, with Lindsay Lohan. I texted him and I was like, "Dude, I've been I watched uh, for commercials for ten years, and I can barely get a call back, and here you are in a Super Bowl commercial. Like, I hate you." Wasn't that a wasn't that a Planet Fitness commercial or yeah. something like that? Yeah. 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 yeah, Planet Fitness, that's right. Yeah. yeah. Planet Fitness. But uh yeah, so some reason I, I get the feeling that Lindsay Lohan does not go to Planet Fitness. 
Uh, well, well, you know, yeah. it's, gonna get, it's gonna vibe with that. It's Hollywood. It's the land of make believe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you got to do a lot of like uh, roasting uh, as as a chaser. You kind of have to neg neg the uh, the contestants a little bit, right? Yeah, yeah, that's my favorite part. I, it's not as fun as uh, as roasting the other chasers, which is the the the, the most fun part of the of the. Right. <laughs> you do roast each other, right? but yeah, and uh, my specialty sort of in the chaser lounge, which is another uh, innovation we've uh, done with the American show, which they don't have on the international versions, is uh, yeah. I generally uh, critique the contestants' fashion choices, and it will not surprise oh. you to uh, find out that the women all look great. But uh, a lot of the men needs leave something to be desired. <laughs> oh wow! Who needs the most help out of the of the other three? Uh, well, we all have wardrobes, so like, you know, if you watch James on Jeopardy, like he's wearing a sweater. I mean, that's fine. Mm-hmm. But, I okay. mean, you know, it's <laughs> put a tie on. Come on. <laughs> I was reading your Wikipedia. You went to Hopkins, but you did not finish. And a yes. lot of us here are at DMV. Um, uh, tell us behind that. I mean, go, go. I mean, it's the ultimate story of the successful college dropout, I guess. Right. Yeah. Like, uh, well, school and I have never gotten along fantastically well, you know, it's wild to hear that. Yeah. Like, well, trivia intelligence and school intelligence are only loosely correlated. You know, it's like the way my brain works is like, I'll come across something that I'm when I'm doing something I enjoy, like reading or watching documentaries or something like that, and it'll stick in my brain. And part of the reason it sticks is because I enjoyed discovering it, which, you know, I can memorize stuff, too. But uh, it's a lot harder with, you know, like uh, French vocabulary. Like I I was pretty good at French in high school. But, Mm -hmm. you know, it's like uh, I, I going down the list of, you know, all the words at breakfast was not the my favorite thing to do so i would have a little more um a little more trouble remembering that kind of thing so uh the way it worked out was uh you know i was i was in college i was like ah it's just what you do um i I, you know i I vaguely had a plan to go to law school later on but wasn't really excited about that because that's three more years of school and i actually have a Mm -hmm. friend from high school who's a lawyer and he always tells me i'd be a great lawyer and i tell him well look first of all it's getting through three three more years of school and even if i could do that (laughs) there's no way i could spend three months with like no uh deadlines or schedule just studying for the bar and then passing the bar i'd be cramming like the night before so th- th- there's oh, yeah, no I, have, I have a friend that's actually studying for the bar right now and she hates it yeah it's, it's, <laughs> she hates it, it it's, it's a like lot a full, it's like a full-time job that you have to make yourself yeah. go to and yeah. uh yeah that uh, you don't really get paid for exactly it's yeah. it's, it's, it's it's no and fun you work a job on top of it right oh, great Right. So I decided to take a year off, and uh, in that year, I went on Jeopardy and won five games and got invited back to the Tournament of Champions, and then maybe a year after that, got it in, got invited to the Million Dollar Masters Tournament, where I ended up winning a million dollars. So I was awesome. like, uh, do I really need to go back to school? Probably not. <laughs> I mean, let's be honest. Most of the stuff we learned in high school and college, do we actually still use it? Yeah, uh, yeah. I was just going to say, like, I can't remember the last time I used algebra. Yeah. You know what would have <laughs> been great? Never, you know yeah. what would have been great? If they'd actually taught me, taught me how to do my own taxes, that'd be really great. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That'd be nice. Actually, no, in the chase, they had a trigonometry question. What's the opposite of sine? Oh, yeah, I'm glad oh. I didn't get that one. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> isn't it cosine? 
No, I, I, I think it's cotangent. 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 Yeah. Okay. So, so I guess give, this, is, give, this is this is triggering me for my math. Or <laughs> <laughs> like, not a math person. So no. We, so you oh. mentioned the the trigonometry you're afraid of. Uh, obviously, the girl groups not your strong suit. What other, what other topics challenge you? Uh, uh, I I wouldn't be thrilled to see an opera category. Like I I know the big ones, but uh, you you can yeah. get any kind of depth on that. Um, okay. yeah, I'm I'm not gonna do too well. Uh, I think I'm good at art, but I'm actually not. So you know, I'm I'm very <laughs> overconfident with it. Um, but uh, yeah, there, I can't think of anything else I'm really terrible at. It's mostly going back to the old man thing. You know, I really have to make an effort <laughs> to keep up with like the current pop charts and stuff like that because the current like, 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 right? <laughs> I didn't know, and that's that, that's what was so frustrating about that is I know who Camila Cabello is. I just didn't know what group. Right. <laughs> Right, right. And, and, and I, I noticed that they do a lot of slang on, uh, I think some of the questions were like, 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 like modern slang, you know? Yeah. And, and well, what I was too, very so. lucky to get uh, being from the Philly area was uh, there was a question about the word John, which uh, oh, I was very happy to see. Oh, remind us of what I was alluding to. It's really just any person, place, or thing. Like, uh, pass me that John. Or, uh, man, I had a good time at that John. (laughs) I always thought that was weird, but I... Oh, it is weird. (laughs) Well, Brad, since you've been on Jeopardy, you participated in a number of tournaments, that tournaments we have never seen throughout the Jeopardy. Is there a tournament you would love to see happen one day on the show, and would you compete in that tournament? (sighs) That's a good one. I'd compete in basically any tournament that I would qualify for. But uh, like the exciting thing that uh, has been sort of kicking around as an idea for a long time was the second chance, you know, losers tournament, which they're actually going to do this year. Um, So, you know, uh, I I doubt I would qualify for that. But uh, that's that's fun, because like uh, especially since, you know, you can uh, you can go as long as you want now. Like, uh, the people who ran into Ken or James in, like, their 30th game, like, that's a tough, tough <laughs> situation, <laughs> you, you know? There's a reason why uh, the returning champion has a big advantage is just because they played before. And when you've played, like, 30 games before and the people, the two people they're bringing in have never played before, you know, something's going to have to go wrong uh, for them to win. So that's kind of cool that uh, some people who maybe had some tough luck are going to get a, another chance. Wow. Absolutely. Do you have any advice for for getting on the show? Obviously, you have to have great credentials, you know, maybe a great career. Maybe you went to Harvard or Yale. But are they also looking for personalities for the contestants? Absolutely. That's my biggest piece of advice is, uh, you know, they give you the test and that's how they figure out whether you know enough to be on the show. And if you pass the test after that, it's an audition for a TV show. You know, oh, okay. they, they want energy, they want personality, they want people who are going to be able to move around the board without, you know, hemming and hawing about it and, uh, you know, take direction from the contestant coordinators at the audition. They want to know if you can, you know, if you're going to have your wits about you up there, because that's the one thing they can't have is somebody just going deer in the headlights. You know, if, if uh, they don't mind if you lose, uh, but they do mind if you just can't actually play the game once the lights are on. So uh, I always say, be yourself, but more so. It's not like Wheel of Fortune. You don't have to be, you know, jumping up and down when something good happens. <laughs> but, uh, Which I was instructed to do every now exactly. and then. Exactly, yeah. It's, uh, <laughs> you know, 
different shows, different audiences. Uh, yeah. You don't have you don't have to be uh, super energetic, but uh, yeah, uh, be yourself, but bring as much energy as you can. Yeah, I do really like the aspect of how you can increase your earnings, or you know, to to obviously have a higher risk of the chaser getting you, or risking a little lower to have a, a, a bigger space between the chaser and, and the contestant. So I think that's a really, really uh, cool aspect of the show. Yeah. And honestly, you know, uh, everybody's rooting for people to take the bigger offer, but yeah. More, yeah. more times than not, like, I think like people would have gotten away with it. And uh, even we gave away a bunch of money this season, but it, it could have been a lot more. Um, because I can't think of really, uh, you know, uh, I caught a couple people taking the high offer, but uh, you know, it, 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 I probably would have caught them anyway, if even with that extra step. So it, I think if you, if you think you have a good chance, you might as well go for the high offer. Like, uh, yeah. you know, how many uh, have been successful with the high offer so far? Oh, Maybe four or five over the four two seasons. Four or five over two yeah. seasons. Well, because in the first season, nobody took the high offer. I think maybe one person did. Okay. And and, and they ended up getting back with it. Wow. Uh, but um, yeah, it's uh, it, it, there's something psychologically too where you know if you feel like the people don't do the, we'll, we'll go back to the math here. But when if you actually do do the math, um, the high offer only really has to be about three and a half, maybe four times the middle offer to make it worth your while. And, uh, you know, it's almost always that, and people still almost never take it. Wow. <laughs> I can't believe four people uh, in the two seasons have, have uh, won with the high offer. Um, what about celebrities <laughs> as, as contestants? Is that going to be something that will be explored? Uh, I'm sure that'll happen at some point. Like, which uh, celebrities would you love to just chase after? <laughs> well, I got to keep it in the ABC family because you know that's what they would do. So, uh, uh, okay, <laughs> everyone from Marvel. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, and, and that's a pretty big family too with Disney. That's it's it's a deal. Uh, yeah, everyone from Marvel. That would be kind of cool. They, they maybe they could get their own you know chaser nicknames as contestants. Uh, yeah. Um. Let's see. Uh. I don't like uh, maybe the, the the Monday night football announcers or something or uh, ESPN. <laughs> people. Yeah. OK, that'd, be, that'd cool. be interesting. What are your favorite fandoms? Now you brought up Marvel, Jess, uh, when, when you said Marvel, Jesse. Mm -hmm. um, what are your favorite um, um, fandoms, Brad? I'm a big sports guy, actually, which is you okay. know, not uh, <laughs> everybody here has said that their yeah. weak point is sports. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> you're the only except, people <laughs> except for WWE, WWE. I feel. Yeah, there's that. <laughs> is that really a sport, though? <laughs> it's like, it's more like performance art more than anything but else. It, it, that, it's definitely wrestling's definitely a sport. Those guys are amazing because yeah. to be able to do that without yeah, actually hurting each other is right. really hard. Yeah. Um, yeah, but I'm, uh, I'm from the Philly area, like I mentioned. And, uh, so I was cursed with Philly sports fandom from a young age. And, uh, I, I sort of wish I wasn't into it at, at this point, but, uh, you know, uh, there's nothing I could do about it now. Well, I was more alluded to the geek, the geeky side, like, uh, Star Wars, Star Trek, yeah, uh, I'm... Marvel, DC, uh, an, an, yeah, an, another Game thing, Harry, Harry Potter. That might surprise Game people is I'm I'm not too into any of the geek culture stuff. Interesting, because uh, there's, yeah, there's a lot uh, of questions, I, like a Tatooine question. Yeah, uh, like, I know Tunisia. There's a Tatooine in Tunisia, and I saw that on the show. 
Right, like I'll 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 see the Star Wars movies. I'm not camping out, you know, the okay. night before. Um, but <laughs> I, was, I was a big Star Wars fan when I was a kid. Okay. Uh, yeah. What else was I into back then? Yeah, I was. A big, I was into Marvel comics when I was a kid. Like I was into all of it when I was a kid, and then right. I started playing sports in high school, and somehow it all just went away. Okay. <laughs> but you got to know it for the chaser for those occasional Tunisia Star yeah. Wars Tatooine questions, right? right? Yep. <laughs> Yeah, and like, and I knew that from when I was a kid, actually, because I, uh, yeah, I was really into it. I used to get, yeah, the, uh, like the fan newsletter for uh, Star Wars when I was, you know, seven, eight years old. So yeah, I, remember, I actually remember reading uh, something about like the location scout who found that place in Tunisia or something like that. So that that's how weirdly my brain works. Is something I read about in the Star Wars fan newsletter when I was eight will still be up there somewhere when I'm in my forties. Wow. Did that kid at eight years old think that you would be on the chase and a Jeopardy champion? Oh, God, no. Uh, although uh, I did watch Jeopardy with my parents every night because uh, that's sort of how I got into it. Was through That's that. how it was. Yes. Yeah, because they, uh, you know, they're baby boomers yeah. and they had uh, watched the Art Fleming version of, the, of Jeopardy back on daytime back in the 60s. So yes. when they brought it back with Alex uh, at nighttime, they started watching it. And then by the time I was in high school, I pretty much was knowing most of the answers. So I thought, well, I should probably try to get on Jeopardy sometime. Um, but if uh, you would have told me it would turn into this, I would have said you were crazy. And when you first won your huge prize money, what did you do with it? Your first Jeopardy uh, prize money? I bought a pickup truck. Oh, okay, there you go. <laughs> nice. There you yeah, go. Uh, Toyota Tacoma, because, uh, you know, I was still living in Pennsylvania at the time, and, you know, okay. you get snow, and I needed something with four wheels. Mm -hmm. Nice, nice. And you, you can now you're in Los Angeles, right? So, yep. Now, uh, no, no reason for any kind of four wheel drive. Right. <laughs> I, I, I wonder about like you'll, I live in LA and I see like Ferraris and Lambos all the time. And right. I'm like, so I get that you don't have to drive in snow in LA, but there right. is a little thing we call traffic. And you know, you're, oh, you have yeah. a car that can go 180 miles an hour, but you're never going to drive it faster than about 45. <laughs> No. Right. <laughs> also, getting wow. in and out of parking garages is a bit of a pain in the ass because there's yeah. always that dip. It always yep. wrecks the front bumper. Yeah, right. absolutely. Like, uh, yeah, I, I, I have a BMW and it, and it does that, you know. It, right. yeah, it's, uh, so I can't imagine what a Ferrari does. Awesome. Wow. Anybody with some closing, closing questions? Uh. I was wondering, could we possibly do like a little trivia thing? Everybody ask one question, see if we can. Oh wow! <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I knew well, I should be today. <laughs> now, this is unfair because we've already been talking about what my. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I'll start. Um, what are the five names of the Spice Girls? Oh, I was okay. literally going to ask him. I didn't ask him that! But I was just... <laughs> so, I'm, I'm pretty sure I can redeem myself uh, from the TLC thing. Let's uh, hear it. This. So, uh, you want their real names or their nicknames? The spice, no. they're, they're Baby Spice. Oh, I gave you one. Uh, okay, spice so, names. So there's, <laughs> Those there's, names. Uh, there's Baby Spice, Scary Spice, Posh Spice, Sporty Spice, and Ginger Spice. Nice! Oh. All right. Good. Question two, who wants to throw it out? All right, Alex. <laughs> Talking about cars, in what year was the Chevrolet Corvette introduced? Ooh, okay. So it's going to be late 50s, early 60s. 
I'm going to say 1961. More than eight years. It was 53. 53, really? Yeah, okay. Wow. Early 50s. Mm-hmm. Early 50s, yes. All right. All right. Jesse or Morgan? Next question. You took mine. <laughs> I'll, give you a, I'll give you a second to think. I'll, I'm I'll thinking. Um, oh, I got it. History question. Uh, what was the name of the first African samurai, and who did he serve under during his time in Japan? Oh, I heard this, <laughs> but I don't remember. I've never heard this. Do you remember? Yeah, I, I give up. Uh, his name was Yasuke. He was a six foot five black man, and he served under Oda Nobunaga. Okay. Yeah, he was uh, the first African samurai. Morgan, I know you get those uh, girl group questions. I, I, I know you could throw out another pop pop one. Yeah. Um, <laughs> hold. Uh, Your girl Brittany. I know you love what, her. I was gonna say that, but but I'm now that you said pop group. Um, what girl group was lead singer Nicole Scherzinger in? Oh, the Pussycat Dolls. Okay. Nice. nice. There you go. <laughs> All right, there you go. Good. Two that's a good one. Hey, two for two, and you answered the the the. the yeah, like, that's why it was so frustrating because, like, I I generally do do pretty well, especially with the nineties, yeah. you know. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't know where I I don't know where my brain my wires got crossed there. <laughs> oh well, Brad, this is amazing. Thank you so much yeah, for being a part of you. Below the Belt show. And before we uh, end the interview, if you could let us know who you do a little promo, let us know who you are from the chase, all your accolades or whatever, and you're on Below the Belt show, and throw out a little catchphrase or buzzsaw at the end or whatever you want at the end. Sure. Uh, hey, I'm Brad Rutter from the chase in Jeopardy. Uh, you're watching the Below the Belt show, and uh, beware the buzzsaw. Don't come near me if you're <laughs> trying to uh, do any kind of trivia show-off thing, because uh, I'll cut you right in half. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. <laughs> Love it. And of course, we got to do a nice uh, snapshot on the count of three. One, two, three. And awesome. Cute. Brad, thank you so much. Have a great night. Thanks, guys. Great you too. This was fun. Thanks, was, Brad. Was a lot of fun. Thank, thank you. you so much, Brad. Have a good one. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.